Hello and welcome to Too Fit to Be Tied. Where we talk about health from a variety of perspectives. Emotional health. Mental health. Physical health. And spiritual health. My name is Jerome. And I'm your co-host, Constance. All right, so what's so funny? <laughs> you just always intro the show and I'm I'm sorry, I should let you do it. All right, go go ahead. All right. All right. Scratch that. Ready? Three, two, one, and go. Welcome to Too Fit to Be Tied. I'm Constance. And I'm Jerome. What are we talking about today, Jerome? I see, I don't know. That's why I <laughs> That's why I started the way I just I did. thought we should intro it different so that the the you know the audience gets a different voice. Uh, well, you always end the, the the podcast. That's true. That's true. All right. Well, so do I get to end today? You can end today. Yes. Okay. All right. So I, do you know what we're talking about today, Jerome? I'm just I'm so excited I get to end. I'm thinking about what I'm going to say at the okay, end. I, all right. I don't know. Well, I'll tell you what we're I'll uh, tell what, you what we're talking about. What are we talking we're about? We're talking about uh, getting uncomfortable. Well, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. And the reason we're talking about this is because you and I were discussing why people stay in not only just re- like t- unhealthy relationships, but we were mainly talking more about why people stay, I hate using the word fat, but I'm just sick and fat. St- well, why they stay where they are. Stuck. Why do they stay stuck? Yeah. And we were hypothesizing different, you know, reasons. Mm-hmm. And I said they just don't want to get uncomfortable. I also said some people are lazy. And I think we've all been there. So I'm not casting mm-hmm. judgment. But in certain realms, people just don't want to get uncomfortable. Well, and, and that is very interesting because if you talk about relationships or you talk about um, health or weight loss or career or mm-hmm. a lot of things. And the the issue becomes people are comfortable where they are. It's It feels familiar to them. You know, we, we've talked about this in terms of relationships where um, people will stay in a toxic relationship because um, because of their their upbringing or because of you know what they're used to, it feels familiar to them. Mm-hmm. And and a, and a lot of times, I think y- your point is you have to be so uncomfortable with where you are that you go, "I'm going to make a change." Is that is that? Yes, I think people are fearful. There are reason. There are many different reasons. You know, I think mm-hmm. people are fearful that they'll fail. There, mm-hmm. There's a fear of failure. There is a fear of the unknown. There is um, maybe like they just don't have the the knowledge or the tools or the wherewithal to to do that to make a change. Mm-hmm. Um, but the same thing with exercise. You know, like some people just don't know how to exercise. Truly, I mean, some people have never had to do it. Some people don't know how to eat healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So it's not a, it's not an excuse, but you have to get on you have to get uncomfortable in order to hire a coach to push you. You have to get uncomfortable to hire that divorce attorney. You have to get uncomfortable to have the conversation that hey, this isn't working and I need to make a change. And you also have to get uncomfortable with the realization that uh you know, you may have failed and now have to make changes in order to succeed. Yeah, you're going to you're going to be uncomfortable when you make those changes. And I think a lot of what happens with people is you look at your past and then you you look at tomorrow and you go, "Okay, tomorrow's probably going to be the same as as yesterday." Mm-hmm. Okay, so I I went to this place yesterday and I hated the work I do and my boss is mean to me and that's what's going to happen tomorrow. So you you take your past and you project it into the future. You can't help but repeat the future if that's what you're doing. That's why I think there's a lot of talk about the present and staying in the moment because the present is the only place where things can be different. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yes. You can take the you can take the 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 present and go. Okay, tomorrow I'm gonna be this. I I'm gonna feel differently about who I am, what I am, you know, what I look like, how I feel today. I can say I'm going to be a marathon runner. I'm going to be not, yes. not I'm going to be. I am. I am a marathon runner. I am a cyclist. Or I am this occupation that I want to be. But you ha- here's my thing. You, you are right. You do have to see yourself as that. But not only do you have to see yourself as what it is that you're, you know, I am in a healthy relationship, that kind of thing. I am an athlete. But you, you need to do the shit that's going to get you there. I am a lawyer. Well, guess what? I am going to take myself back to school and I am going to have to find the money to pay for it. And that's where uncomfortability lies. You can have the Mm -hmm. world's greatest intent. I mean, we see it all the time with fitness. People come in and they're like, Sometimes the ones that are the most gung ho are the ones I have to be really careful of because I'm oh, like, yeah, because you, you, yeah, you go, you're way too wound up for right now. But but you know the, I think the 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 main thing is you, um, like you said, I'm going to be a lawyer, mm-hmm. right? Or I I am a lawyer. Okay, so there are things that go with that, and if you can't see yourself. As a lawyer, all those things don't line up. If you go, well, I'd like to be a lawyer, but right. I can never afford that. I'm not smart enough to take the LSATs. Um, I, what law school would I go to? I mean, if, if that's where your mindset is, then all those things aren't going to line up. Y- you, you're not even in a position where you can have those things line up. You know, if you go, okay, well, I'm, I run 10Ks. Mm-hmm. Then you go, okay, well, I've got to train a certain amount. I can't eat this shitty food anymore because I don't feel good when I run. And I'm all, I've got all this inflammation because of the things I eat. But if you can go, I, I run 10Ks. You see yourself. So in the present, 
I see myself running 10Ks. In the present, I see myself as a lawyer. In the present, I see myself losing 20 pounds. If you can really see that, and I'm not just talking empty affirmations, but actually feel that and go, that's genuinely what I desire. There are things that line up with that. Now, you still have to do the work. It doesn't just happen automatically, but you're positioned to do the things that you need to do to get there. I think that's that is accurate and I think that you have to plan for some of the uncomfortability and some of the obstacles in your way. If I am truly going to be a runner and I am going to buy the shoes and I'm going to eat the food and I'm going to maintain a, you know, lean body mass, but the first sign of shin splints comes on, you know, that's when you lose people. That's when people decide, well, wait a minute, you know, or I sit in my first class, you know, in law school and I feel less than, okay, or I feel like this, I'm in over my head right now. You don't just quit. And there are a lot of people that just quit because there is that fear surrounding being uncomfortable. They don't like that feeling. And so it's better to quit than to work through it. Well, and and that's where I think you make the distinction between saying what you want Mm -hmm. and being what you want. Mm -hmm. Or or realizing that there are going to be obstacles. I mean, I could say from now until August 1st, I am going to eat super clean, Mm -hmm. you know, and I end up, I don't know, at a party and, you know, somebody gives me... The only food available is a piece of pizza. Well, you know what? I mean, I didn't plan for those, you know, I didn't plan for those occasions or I didn't plan for those times when things get hard. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that that's something that we as trainers a lot of times have to deal with. And in the fitness arena, it's a perfect, it's a perfect area. Metaphor. Well, it's a metaphor and it's a really interesting way to, you see it. You see people that seem so into it. And at the first sign of like, oh God, I'm sore from that workout, they are ready to quit. And it's like, whoa, wait a second. You know? Well, well yeah. I mean, it, it's like if you're, if you come in <clears throat> and you go, okay, I want to be a size four. Right. And then it's like, these are the things that it takes to get there. And you want them to feel what it feels like when they are that size four. You want them to feel what it feels like when they are that size four. But if you go, you know what? I really love brownies. You know, so size six might be the best <laughs> you can get. There's there's nothing wrong with that. Right. Right? I mean, there's no, there's no like, well, oh, you couldn't get to four. It's like, it's like, what do you want? And what do you, how, how do you see yourself? You yeah. know, and and that is, I think, the bottom line. It's like in right now, in the present, can you say, okay, I want to be this size. I want to be a lawyer. I want to run a marathon. Mm-hmm. I want to, I want to, and can you feel that feeling enough to go, okay, I'm going to do the things that it takes to get there. And And if you're not, you know, it's like, you know, it's like you, you haven't killed anybody. Right. You, you're not going to jail for that. It's like, but but what do you want? It's like, okay, I want, I want this, I don't know, this 
$200,000 car. Okay, do I want to do what it's, it would be nice to have that. Do I want to do what it takes to make the money to buy that car? Do I want the car that bad? I, I really don't. Well, you know, you and I had a discussion on, okay, let's use that car as an example, right? I want that car. So I put a picture of that car up on my refrigerator. Mm -hmm. Every time I walk past it, I think about that car, right? And I think Mm -hmm. about how making the money for that car and how I'm getting that car. And it's it's used to motivate me, right? Yeah. Okay. Now, let's talk about what if I am 200 pounds. Okay. And I put a picture of myself from when I was maybe 120 pounds. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, for some people, that would motivate them. They walk past it, especially the refrigerator. They go to open the refrigerator. No, I'm not eating that. You know what? Mm. This is my goal. My eye is on the prize. Mm-hmm. But let's use some other personalities that would look at that picture and be deterred. Actually, that picture signifies their failure. Because and, I used to be 120. And look what and happened. And now I'm 200. Now. Right. Okay. So think about that. I mean, not every person would be motivated by that. No, the car is a different story, Right. Or maybe you used to own that car, and now you It's don't. outside of yourself, yeah. And you think about the failures, like, I used to be that. I used to have that, and now look at me. And that, they can't get past that. See, I mean, it, I mean, that's an interesting point, because, you know, as we were talking about this earlier, like, my thought is, if I know that you used to be there, mm-hmm. I can go, you know what that feels like. So try to recall in your mind what that feels like to be 120 pounds. Mm -hmm. And if you can feel that feeling, then along with your intention, you can get there. But then you you can also have somebody, to your your point, that says, you know what? I'm ashamed because I used to be 120 pounds and now I'm 200. You know, so I think it comes down to shifting your mindset. Because, because it's not just about saying, I want this thing. It's about also being able to feel it. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and those two things together will attract that end result to you. And so you, you can have a person that goes, okay, well, I was 120 and I can get back there because I know what it feels like. And the other person goes, well... I'm ashamed because I used to be 120, and now I'm 200. Mm-hmm. It's, it's all about shifting mindset. And to me, you know, as I'm working with people, to the extent that I can get someone to shift their mindset and to see themselves now as they, as they want to be, that is, I've succeeded at that point. You're right. I think the other thing is, you know, what's the worst that could happen? So you're trying to work for that car. Uh-huh. Okay, so you work, you work more, right? Mm-hmm. And you end up making some extra money. You, mm-hmm. Maybe you don't get the car. Yeah. What, is that the worst that happened? You didn't get the car? But you put in some extra effort? Or really, what is the worst? You're 200 pounds and you maybe lost five pounds? Or heck, maybe you gained five pounds. I mean, is, that, is it really the worst is that the worst thing that could ever happen? Like you still did, you still worked out, you still built muscle, you still, you know, worked your endurance, you worked on endurance, worked cardiovascularly. Like what is the worst thing that could happen from doing the work? 
And that's what the issue is, I think, for most people. Well, the worst thing that can happen, it depends on the person. Mm-hmm. And again, it, 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 it's a... It's failure. It's failure. But is that really a failure that you worked out twice a week for two months and didn't lose a pound? You know, I know to them it is, but in the grand scheme of things, you, like you said to me, you didn't kill anyone. No one died. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, honestly... I mean, that's what I try to get across to them. Right. But at, and in a lot of ways, to them, if they didn't get to 100, 120 pounds or if they didn't get the sports car, then they failed. So one of the things that I realize is a valid thought, but it's hard for me to understand, is when people are trying to eat better and they have a donut. Mm-hmm. You know, on Monday morning, they was well. Fuck it, I fucked up right now, so I may as well eat whatever I want for the rest of the week, or until I get myself to the point where I'm going to eat something better. My thought is, I ate a donut this morning. All right, I'm going to pull my shit together and have a better lunch. Right. You know, I mean, you've had to have seen this too, where people go, "Well, oh, I didn't do." What I said, I, I didn't do every. I didn't do every little thing I said I was going to do. So everything is ruined. So I may as well throw the yes. baby out with the bathwater. Yes. And I'm like, everybody gets off track. It. So it. You getting off track doesn't matter. The the thing that matters is how long it takes you to get back on track. I have to be honest. I can identify with those people because mm-hmm. I am very much all or nothing. Okay. I am. That's just my personality. I really tried to work on that. Okay. And I really, but but I can I I like working with those people because I can. You know where they are. Yes, it's it's the people that like I that I can't. It's when you don't think a certain way like somebody else. It's hard to understand, you Mm -hmm. know. Um, And so I think that's why everybody has sort of like their niche, right? Yeah. Like it's because you really you relate. Um, I'm really, really good with the all or nothings because I get it. I get okay. how their mind works. But I will say, I also, when I put my mind to something, I mean, I'm going to do it. You're all. That's, and it's th- all that's now. All. It's, all, yeah. it's right now. Yeah. Like, if I say I'm going to, you know, rearrange my bedroom, oh, it's happening right now. Yeah. Because I can't wait. I have this thought in my head. I want it to happen. Um, when I wanted to open a business, I, you know, I, I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast, but I couldn't get a loan. Mm-hmm. And so I said, no, this was an idea. I'm doing it. This is going to happen. And and you, that's when you robbed the bank? That's when I robbed the bank. <laughs> <laughs> that's basically, I mean, I, I opened everything on credit cards. Wow. Credit cards. Do you know how much debt I had? I mean, it was, nobody would do that. No one would take that leap. But I was like, I'm going to get uncomfortable and I'm going to use this uncomfortability of having all this credit card debt to, mm-hmm. to motivate me, to drive me, to get the clients, to get the, the customer base, to grow my business. So that I, because the worst fear for me was. Not achieving your goal of, of opening the business. Of Yeah, closing the business and having this huge amount of debt hanging over my head. And then what? So for me, that uncomfortability drove me. Yeah. Um, but not everybody has that personality or the ability to do that. They let that uncomfortability just weigh them down, literally, a lot of times. Mm-hmm. And they would much rather sit on their couch, eat bonbons, and just say, you know what? 
here I am, 30 pounds, 40 pounds overweight. And you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm comfortable. At least I'm comfortable. Okay, so I don't li- have to do anything little, outside of Little that. bit of a tangent. Yeah. Are bonbons an actual thing? I don't know. Okay. All right. All right. I mean, people say it. I'm going to look it up. Okay. They might have, maybe they used to be. Okay. We're going to the iPhone to, to look up bonbons. No, so I'm, I'm sorry. I got off on a little bit of a tangent. You know, you talk about um, people having different sort of mindsets, you know, and all or nothing versus versus whatever. I think at the at some point it really all comes down to: Do I expect my tomorrow to be the same as yesterday, or right now can I look and say I am something different, and so my future is going to be different? Okay, can I just go off on a tangent? There are no, no, you can't buy bonbons. What's that? Bonbons no, no. don't. They don't, don't exist, exist anymore. I feel like, okay, so. Twinkies, there, sitting on the couch eating Twinkies. That's like, I think, the new bonbon. Okay, I feel like I just like fucking nailed that, what I just yeah, said. Yeah, you did. You did, but I had to get, I, you okay, see, so, remember so all bonbons, or nothing. All or nothing. All or nothing. It was in my okay, head. so bonbons do not exist. They don't exist. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, you can't get them anymore. So, what is the definition of bonbons? It like, sounds like, like a real shitty, shitty <laughs> like, candy, like, cake type thing. I don't know. It sounds, it sounds really gross. From Calorically dense. Yeah. Okay. Okay, right. so anyways, I'm sorry. Yes, let me, let me acknowledge the fact that you just blew people's minds. With your last comment. I, I, I feel like I did, and then I can't, like, fully remember. <laughs> it might be the vodka. It might be. It might be. So tell me about a time, I just told you mine, opening my business. Tell me about a time that you had to get uncomfortable, and you followed through with it and did it. I think, you know, the, the most recent thing that comes to mind is I probably did, we did a couple episodes on this. Mm-hmm. Probably me getting divorced. That was probably one of the hardest things I've ever done. Before that was when I was in college. I don't know that I've told you my full college experience. No, what? Okay, so. What are we missing here? So I went to college and, you know, I was valedictorian of my high school. And so I thought, okay, this is going to be easy. I get there my freshman year. My dad has a heart attack then has to have triple bypass surgery. Wow. So he's not really able to go to work like he was before. Um, I was, my, we were not paying full tuition at Northwestern, but the amount that we could pay, we, it was hard to pay now. Okay. So I got to the point where my junior year, I thought I was just going to leave school, but I'm like, I can't leave school because, you know, if you go to three years of college and then stop, you're a high school graduate still. I mean, that's the highest level that you've, that you've achieved. And so I, junior year, went to my professors and said, can you just let me do the work? keep track of my grades, and then when I can actually pay the tuition, you submit my grades, you That's know, amazing. to the registrar. Um, 
I was working at the cafeteria 20 hours a week because I needed the money. That was like the max you could work. Mm -hmm. And then they found out that I wasn't actually paying my tuition. And the manager at the cafeteria said, well, you know, if I can't let you eat here, (laughs) (laughs) if you're not a student, if you're not a student, but if you're working here, you can eat when you work, you know, and then. So I went and You're I like, bought, I'll be here for breakfast. I'll be working lunch and dinner. Right. Yeah. So whatever I could work for that 20 hours. And then I bought generic Doritos and that fucking ramen wow. brick of, you know, sodium and like generic, you know, pop. And that was like what I ate if I wasn't, if I wasn't working at, at the, at the cafeteria. And then, um, and that, Summer, I thought, okay, well, I'm not going to be able to go back to school. So I had, I had two jobs. And then, you know, finally I figured out how much I needed to make. And I'm like, I think I can pay my back tuition. And, you know, so I scraped all this money together. I had one job that was telemarketing. It was just like for just like kind of living. And then I had another job at a bank that actually I was saving like everything I made to pay my back tuition. Mm-hmm. And Did your parents know you were doing all this? No. They didn't know? No. I mean, if they knew I was working. They knew I wasn't home, but it wasn't like, you know, they were having financial struggles right. struggles of their own. What was I going to say? Well, you know. Yeah. Okay. I'm just curious. Go ahead. Um, you know, so I, at one point I realized, okay, I, I think I made enough money to pay my back tuition, which in retrospect was not a lot of money, mm-hmm. but to, at that time was a lot of money. Okay. I mean, you know. Yeah. Uh, so I paid the back tuition, went to my professors and said, hey, can you please submit the grades that I've been sitting in on all these classes, hoping, you know, that I would get the money to pay, right. you know, and everything worked out. I mean, that was wow. the hardest fucking thing I had ever done in my life. That's you amazing. Know. Did your parents say, like, how the hell did you graduate? Were they like... That I I don't think my parents ever fully knew like all the stuff that happened because wow. what I, I mean so I mean you think about my parents having financial hardship mm-hmm. what am I gonna say well yeah I had financial hardship too I mean it's like are we gonna compare <laughs> right. they just wanted me to graduate right and that was like my parents were super proud you know that's amazing I mean you must have graduated and walked across that stage and thought holy shit I don't know how I even pulled this off you're. I was, I'm just so in the middle of it that I I don't think about that. And I didn't think about that until later. It's just like. It's you just did what you had to do. I just did. I did what I had to do. I love that story because you want to talk about uncomfortability. That is most kids are out partying, spending money on drinking, you know, having oh a great old time. And you are literally scraping up pennies. To get to school, and that is amazing. To get, because I know that I I got to finish this because they were like, well, you know, why don't you just you know go home and take a semester off? I'm like, if I go, if I fucking go home, I may never get back here. Wow. You know, wow. and so I'm like, I knew that I needed to to finish this, and it was not weird, but that was the hardest thing that I ever did until getting divorced recently. Wow, man. I mean, so so things that I've encountered in my life, I go, well, I went through that experience in college. I can, I can. If I could do that, I, I yeah. Can, if I, I can, can do that, I, I can this. do this. And then the only thing that was more difficult 
you know, because of, I mean, I don't know, maybe, I don't know if we've done podcasts on this or, or, or what, mm-hmm. but just the trauma bonding. Okay. Okay. Whatever. That, you know, until that, graduating from college was the hardest thing I ever did. Wow. And so, and, and it was, I, and, you know, and I graduated from high school, like valedictorian. I did not graduate from college, like magna cum laude. Right. <laughs> you know, it was, to me, it was the, the getting through it, through the adversity, mm-hmm. which was the thing that made me go, you know, I could, I could do a lot of shit. Yeah. You know, I could handle things, yeah. you know. Yep. So. You know, it's funny because I can't really recollect the hardest thing because I really and truly have had such hard, I, I really have had such a hard life. Everything is sounds, hard. It sounds so like depressing, but everything has just been so hard. And I don't, I actually finally, I took a break after moving um, the studio this, you know, past winter. Um, I took a vacation and I was on the beach and all of a sudden I finally sat down. Like, mm-hmm. first of all, I finally sat down in one place and like my mind wasn't like constantly going and I just lost my shit. I just started crying and I'm like, what is my problem? Like, mm-hmm. why am I crying? I just, and the only thing I could think of was life has been so hard and it wow. is, it is, it is to the point where like, I'm done with anything hard. I no longer do hard things. <laughs> yeah, I don't it's want, all easy. It's all easy. I've done, you know, like most people, it like sort of builds up. No, no, I've done it all. And this whole portion of my life now is going to all be like easy, easy peasy. Okay. Easy but, sailing. But on, on some level, there's resilience Oh, for sure built. there is. For sure there is. You know, I mean, and, and so if, if you haven't had some of, if you haven't had challenging experiences, then everything is tough to you. Right. I mean, so, and, and not that, not that it makes it easier or it um, just, excuse me, justifies anything that you've been through, but some, I imagine that you can look and see some things that you have to deal with and go, well, I've dealt with some heavy shit. I can do that. And what you feel after that, the success, so mm-hmm. to speak, that comes after that, getting through something so hard is the best part. You know, like yeah. the whole weight loss thing. It's not about fitting into your jeans. It's not about, you know, being able to wear a bathing suit. I mean, yeah, those are that's great. But mm-hmm. most of those people come out of an experience like that being like, holy shit, I did it. Yeah. The, the feeling of you know, accomplishment that you get from doing something hard and then getting the result is the best part. Exactly. And and we touched on this like a little in our last podcast. And sometimes when you're looking for things, you're not actually looking for that thing as much as the feeling you get from having that thing. Mm-hmm. You know, and so it it's it's so. It's like a kid. Have you ever seen a kid when they like accomplish something so so mm-hmm. minuscule, mm-hmm. and the the joy on their faces? It's very 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 similar to what you see in clients that 
have reached their goal or that have actually yeah. done that and have changed their lives. And we've said we've said this many times. Most people that actually hit that goal and do lose the weight or do, you know, um, put in the effort to uh, change their appearance, it's it's not about that. It's about everything that goes with it. Everything changes for them. And and I think that's probably a better way of saying what I was trying to say earlier mm-hmm. is okay, you you want to be a size two, but that feeling that if you can get that feeling at a size four and go, well, yeah, I don't need to get to the size two, then that that is the main thing. It's the feeling that comes along with whatever that goal is. Because you're you're not you're not trying to achieve that goal because you just want to get there. Mm-hmm. There's something that goes with it. There's a feeling, there's a thought, there's a feeling about yourself that goes with it. And if you go, okay, well, I was a 12 and I got to a 10 and I feel a ton better, even though I thought I was gonna get to, I don't know, an eight or whatever. That is the main thing. Well, it's also enjoying the um, process. There, what is the saying like? Don't something about like not getting to the destination, but enjoying like the journey. There's some sort. I, I, I'm not saying it right. Yeah, no, it's it's not about the it, it's not about the destination. It's about the journey. Right. I mean, you know? and if you can come into a workout session and be like, "Wow, I feel good," and not not go into it thinking, "Wow, I suck. I used to be able to do this." I let myself go. I was huffing and puffing. I couldn't even do five reps of whatever the exercise is. If you go in with that kind of attitude, you're not at all enjoying the journey. You are, and you're probably not going to even get to the destination with an attitude like that. All right, because you're seeing yourself as you were in the past. Exactly. So give us the re- re- give us the recap. Come on, you want to you want to say the end? You want to be the whole end all and be all of the podcast today? Go ahead. Wow. Okay, let me think about this for a okay. second. Okay. Tell, what can we leave our audience with? Well, okay, so you need to see yourself not as you were yesterday, but as you want to be tomorrow. And how you want to see yourself tomorrow is how you need to think of yourself now. And as, as crazy as it is, as crazy as it might sound, imagine yourself being right now, close your eyes right now and see yourself as you want to be tomorrow. Okay, so now you're not taking your past and projecting it into the future. You're taking the now and saying, this is who I am and this is who I'm going to be. That will change your your entire life because for the most part, you've been taking your past and projecting it into the future. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So take the present and be that and project that into the future. I think you nailed it. Did I I nail it? Yeah, you nailed it. Even with the vodka. (laughs) Yeah, you nailed it. (laughs) All right. Uh, You also told the audience to close their eyes, and some of them might be driving. So just as a disclaimer, so nothing happens. If you're driving, don't close your eyes. If you're driving... Do not close your eyes. But when you have time by yourself, imagine yourself. And as crazy as this sounds, imagination is huge. It's huge. It plays a big role. Okay, I'm gonna go out on a limb. I may, I may um, edit this later. Yeah. Imagination is what? It's prayer. 
It's prayer. Wow. That's very holy of you. Can you see that? I can see that, totally. Okay. I can see that. And I think it may be a couple other uh, podcasts ago we talked about this. And it's about seeing what you want. Right. And feeling that and saying, okay, I have that now, and then you will have it. That was our manifestation. That was our manifestation podcast. Yeah. I would, my thoughts are, I, I love, I love that. Um, get uncomfortable, get comfortable with being uncomfortable mm-hmm. and enjoy the ride. Enjoy the journey. Get, get, get comfortable being outside the box. Right. Because the, the box, you, the box is what you know. All right. And then I talk about the matrix from time to time. And there was that scene where they're in the car. Have you seen this movie? You've seen it. You don't yeah, remember. Ages ago. Ages ago. Yeah, it was forever. And it's like, you know, uh, Trinity tells Neo, it's like, you've been down that road before. You know exactly where it leads. Hmm. I mean, if you like being on that road that you know exactly where it goes, then... Stay on it. Stay on it. Right. You probably don't. Try something different. Try something different. Take a new path. Take a new path. I All like right. it. All right. All right. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to close out, and you can say the last word, okay? This is how this is going to work. All right. All right. That was it for Two Fits to Be Tied. I'm Constance. I'm Jerome. We'll see you next time. Yeah. <laughs> say it. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs>